0: This is the FCB Radio Network, home of the best personalities, and where real talk lives. Online at fcbradio.com. FCB. They freed us all from tyranny, risked
1: everything for liberty. And they thought so we would be America. Welcome to the Growing Patriot Podcast, American History for Kids. I'm your host, Amelia Hamilton. When you think about the Revolutionary War and those battlefields, what kind of sounds do you think of? Do you think of music? Because fife and drum corps were really important to the American Revolution, and this week we have a very special friend of mine on to tell us all about it.
0: Hi, my name is Don Francisco. I'm a Sergeant First Class of the United States Army, retired. I was uh, blessed to do 30 years in the Army, working with some outstanding men and women of the armed forces, Navy, Marines, Air Force, Coast Guard. After I retired, then Space Force came on board, so I did not serve during Space Force years. So I joined right after graduating from high school. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana, NOLA. I uh, joined the army, went to a military band, played flute and piccolo, and that is different from the fife. It's in the same family, but it's the piccolo is smaller and higher, the flute is larger and lower, the fife is the loudest of the three. Oh, interesting. Um, so anyhow, I was on a military trip and I saw a fife and drum corps playing United States Army Old Guard. Okay.
1: Okay. So you mentioned that that is the loudest in that family. Is that yeah. is that why they're played on the battlefield? Is that how that came Exactly.
0: By? That's a very big reason why it's played. It, it penetrates the, there's a little science behind it also, the frequency and the pitch and the volume of it. So a piccolo is high, because you're playing high, doesn't necessarily mean you're loud. Mm-hmm. It's in a different key also, it's in A flat. It's called a B-flat fight sometimes, because when I play a D on it, it's a concert B-flat. But if I were to play a C, it would be a concert A-flat. It's a transposing instrument, basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we would play along with the drum. The drum keeps the time, the fight keeps the tune. You put the time and the tune together, okay. and you can wake these soldiers up in the morning. You can march them to a quick step, a slow step. You can send calls like reveille, retreat, advance, water call, wood call, church call. I like to say it's the colonial version of texting, tweeting, and instant messaging.
1: I love that. I love that. So then the soldiers, you know, during we're talking about the time of the American Revolution, they would know what the different tunes meant and be be listening and ready?
0: Yes. There oh, were neat. even social music, music for dancing. Um, so uh, there's a record of a victory ball that was held at Yorktown. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's there's lots of calls and music they were responsible to know.
1: Wow. Wow. So, um, what would, for example, what would a reveille sound like? Is that- oh,
0: so it's a camp duty? Sure. Uh, the drum is doing these serious roles. This is like a, a really nice, loud, continuous buzz type roll. In. And um, so it's, it's really interesting when you put it together. I went ahead and a drummer here. Uh, so we kind of play off each other and then that's a drummer's call when you're yeah. assembling the musicians. Okay.
1: So a reveille is like a colonial alarm clock.
0: <laughs> yeah, wake up. But, you know, you're probably more familiar with the, the current day reveille by the bugler. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yep, so. that definitely sounds familiar. Definitely sounds familiar. So mm-hmm. who who would be playing these instruments?
0: Younger boys, uh, you know we have the term drum major. There were also Fife majors. It's like a section leader basically. and the drum major, mm-hmm. most proficient drummer good with keeping the time. he would lead the Fife uh, and drum Corps.
1: That's it. so how, how old would these boys be?
0: Some of them were teenagers. Some of them there's what? even account of a young boy drummer boy in the Civil War that was 11 years old. Wow. I'll give you a little homework. You can Google and look up (laughs) Drama Boy of Civil War. He received a Medal of Honor, the Congressional Medal of Honor.
1: Wow, that's neat. It's an important job.
0: Oh, it's a very important job. I mean, you want to play the right song at the right time, or else you can cause some chaos and confusion on a battlefield.
1: Yeah, you can't have that. Especially, you know, we've talked a little bit about the weapons that were used during the uh, Revolution. There was a lot of um, gun smoke, and, you know, the sound was really... The, the number one way you could, you knew what to do. Yeah. 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 Um, so how how would these boys have learned to play? Is that something, would they recruit boys who already knew how to play, or?
0: It was a combination. Some would volunteer because they wanted to be a part of the, the war, the, the effort, mm-hmm. the, knowing they were too young to carry a musket. Uh, some would pick up the fight out of personal desire and others would learn it. And sometimes they will be a little older, depending on the unit and the uh, the size of the unit and situations and all. Uh, And I was looking for some things on my desk to kind of give an example. The fighters and drummers will be marching with the flags. These are various flags of the American Revolution. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we have so many different flags with the, the one with the rattlesnake don't tread on me the bennington flag the betsy ross flag the commander Chiefs flag. the fifers and drummers going to be there marching you're probably familiar with the famous painting spirit of 76 archibald yes. willer
1: yep absolutely
0: yeah if you look closely at that uh painting um there's two older gentlemen and a younger gentleman a younger boy a drummer boy so the fifers and drummers were either too young to fight or too old to fight Mm-hmm. But if you were prime age, you had a musket.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. You mentioned also some some more like recreational dancing tunes and things like that. Was there was there time for that at camp?
0: Yeah, there was some nice little time at camp for some different little songs they would do. Um, one of the favorites would be a song called Soldier's Joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's another one called uh, it's a Song by Cool, cool songs,
1: uh, yeah. Yeah. So today we might sit with our our Spotify or our um, iPod yeah. and listen to music, yeah. and they could, when they were camped, um, you know, waiting waiting between battles, they could listen to some music and spend some time together. Yeah. 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 One thing I always like to ask our guests is: Are there any sort of interesting stories that you know about fife and drum, um, you know, cores during the Revolution? Anything? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'd love to hear uh, some.
0: Valley Forge, uh, the winter 1777, 1778, uh, a fife and drum corps will play for General Washington's birthday in camp. There's a note mention of that. That's really neat. There was a young fifer boy named John Greenwood. So this is kind of a rabbit trail I'll take uh, people on. What were George Washington's false teeth made of?
1: Uh, wood, right?
0: They were not wood.
1: Gosh, that's what we always hear.
0: I know. And this is the rest of the story, according to Paul Harvey. Um, yes. <laughs> that Pfeiffer boy named John Greenwood grows up to become a dentist. He's one of General Washington's favorite dentists. They are woods T, W O O D apostrophe S, not wooden T. Oh. That's the rest of the story.
1: That's
0: interesting. Uh, yep, yeah, I have a, a few African American Pfeiffers that i have a, a connection with uh i consider them my what's the word i'm looking for
1: maybe your forebears? I chose them as,
0: yeah my forebears <laughs> thanks i i adopted them as my great 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 grandfather sure, one's sure. name is Brazil Yalu. he was in massachusetts mm-hmm. early on he was in a french and indian war later on he would be at the battle of biconderoga battle of bunker hill Gosh. uh amazing amazing individual. He's fighting as a free African American as a patriot. Yeah. There's another uh, African American named William Stives in the 3rd New Jersey Regiment uh, mm. that would uh, be at Valley Forge with George Washington. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. So of so so he,
1: he might have played a birthday tune for, for General
0: Washington. Yes, yeah, yes. Very, very likely, yes. Yeah. So it's fun. You know, sometimes you do these research, you, you get on a little rabbit trail, you find things you want looking for there's another one named primus slocum that was in the first rhode island regiment uh that's really another great story Not sure
1: what, what what's his story
0: his story was he carried around his discharge he was he was in one of the best paid positions you could have in the war of pfeiffer musicians actually that was a skill they got a little extra pay but he carried around his discharge with him and it read pfeiffer primus slocum so he was very proud of that.
1: Yeah, as he should be. So you mentioned um, that that was you know, a higher paying job, which is really, it's interesting to me, but you also mentioned that it was younger boys and older men, and there were some African-American fifers and drummers. So it's interesting mm. that that was kind of a, a great equalizer.
0: It was, and of course there was still some wars within the war, I sure. mean, uh, for example, there's three different situations that happen, and there's only three, but with African-Americans in the Revolutionary War. Some fought as patriots, some fought with loyalists, and some would actually go to Canada. Yep. Um, so you had some of these uh, African-Americans fighting, yet realizing they had others that were enslaved. And then there were uh, little things in there like a Lord Dunmore Proclamation in 1775 saying, if your master's a you know a patriot, if you fight for us, we'll give you your freedom. hmm so that's it's interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah. And we're coming up. We're going to be talking with um, a a place in Canada where a lot of where a lot of the African American loyalists.
0: Yes. The- yes.
1: Yeah, it's interesting yeah Canada
0: is so interesting. Uh, the General Montgomery situation in Canada. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, we have a piece of artwork about General Montgomery, you know. Uh, and it's. Uh, I don't want to go on the rabbit trail. I'm sorry. It's just so <laughs> exciting. So much That's neat information.
1: Yeah, yeah. Are these instruments that evolved over time, or are they pretty similar now? Are they similar to when they started in the Middle Ages? Uh,
0: they came over very simply uh earliest Switzerland had some nice fights and drums. So it, it's basically, a, we have some modern ones now, but the common fife has just seven holes. The blow hole, three for the left hand, three for the right hand. Now I'm gonna reach over and show you a modern fight that has evolved. This is a beautiful fight. It's a two piece fight, pipe. most fights, were just one piece. Okay, okay, so this, I nicknamed this a flight. It's a combination <laughs> of a flute and fight. Okay. And it's it has 10 holes, two okay. thumb holes, and, you know, so okay. five holes to each hand. Mm-hmm. And it's fully really chromatic. For example, on a regular five, it was friendly in the keys of D, G, and A, mm-hmm. diatonically speaking. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to half step uh, I do these chromatics.
1: Mm-hmm. I have to have those here.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: sure. you can have some, some modern stuff. All right. And, let's see so so how did how did pipe and drum music come to be part of the military experience?
0: Uh, oh, well it goes back, just like the bagpipes were considered a war instrument of Scotland, mm-hmm. uh, they were signaling signalling and communication. Mm-hmm. Uh the commander imagine always having to yell commands wearing out your voice. Mm-hmm. So the pipers and drummers, I mean, would would be able to send a lot of stuff to uh information to a large group of people so they're they're near the commander commander's telling them sound this call sound assembly uh sound soldiers retreat retreat is interesting because there's different type retreats you know there's the uh, fallback retreat but there's also the end of the day retreat where it's basically uh the duty day is done Mm -hmm. you know and I mean we're talking a lot of red war. There were fifers and drummers in the Civil War also and then the bugle became more popular in the Civil War.
1: Okay. And why why is that?
0: Uh there's a few uh, different reasons people will say. One of my good mm-hmm. friends has told me that the bugle only required one hand to play. You could hold the reins of the horse with the other hand off. Okay. Again. Okay. And there were more horses also in the Civil War. Uh more in the Red War, you didn't have as many and and there's some advancements and, and all things like this.
1: Okay, interesting. So what what is your favorite part about being part of a Fife and Drum Corps? What does that mean to you?
0: Oh, my favorite part, thanks for asking, is is time traveling. Mm-hmm. You know, well, you, you can remember the days of the Flex Capacitor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it really does. When I put on the uniform, it's, uh, I think, wow, what it would have been like to be at Trenton, Princeton, Morristown, Monmouth, Cambridge, Valley Forge, Yorktown, Saratoga, yeah. Philadelphia, New York, Boston. Um, I mean, wow. It's hard yeah. to wrap my mind around it. You know, I have a fight from the Civil War and I'm like, wow, if this fight could talk, you know, yeah. we're bad. And I have a friend that let me play a fight from the Revolutionary War. Wow. So, um, yeah, my yeah. favorite part is just respecting and honoring them. Yeah. And, and, and trying to keep that that part of our history.
1: Yeah, being part know. of that tradition. Yeah,
0: neat. tradition.
1: And, and you get to play somewhere pretty neat these days.
0: Yeah, yes. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, uh, yeah. As I'm giving you this interview, I'm more than happy to do it. I'm doing this more as an individual. Mm-hmm. So this is not sponsored or endorsed where I, sure. I work. I work in Mount Vernon, George Washington's Mount Vernon, a great yeah. place where I'm a resident Pfeiffer, a history interpreter. Um, and I do, you know, official jobs here, but uh, I'm glad to do this. Sure. Yeah, we do some amazing work here.
1: Yeah, but uh, it must be but, it must be exciting to, it, it to get it is Vernon. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it's surreal. Sometimes I have to pinch myself. I mean, yeah, we're doing we're doing ceremonies by the tomb of General and Mrs. Washington. We're educating our young people, and we have a beautiful memorial here that's dedicated to the slaves. We talk about the tough stuff. History can be pretty, and sometimes history can be pretty ugly. Slavery happened. We don't condone it. We don't um, embellish it. We tell it like it is. The slave memorial and cemetery is a place of hope, healing, restoration, reflection, and reconciliation. I've seen black, white, Hispanic, Native American, Asians there gathering together. Be it singing Kumbaya, Amazing Grace. Oh, wow. Tears of joy. Tears celebrating their lives. Tears mourning their lives.
1: I'm getting some goosebumps thinking about that.
0: It's very Probably powerful. A, a
1: special place.
0: Yeah, I've, I've got the goosebumps, and I've shed a couple of tears there.
1: Yeah. I bet. So, what what is something you'd like to leave the kids with about fife and drum corps? What what where can they learn more? What if what if they want to give it a try?
0: Yes. Uh, you can. You know, when us your age boys and girls, I didn't have Google and YouTube.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
0: had to go to the card catalog system. <laughs> doing yeah, decimal right. system yes thank you <laughs> so why don't you go online and just google revolutionary war music on music pipes and drums uh, one of my friends put up a nice little slideshow and he actually has me in there doing a little bit of a little collage of stuff like that but music of the revolutionary war and that's really a nice website a friend of mine has called dot com. B-E-A-F-I-F-E-R, all one word, dot rcom mm. That's just great. My military unit that I retired from, just mm. look up the United States Army Old Guard Pipe and Drum Corps. And there's a special section on there for children.
1: Oh, wonderful. It's
0: it's really neat. Um, See, so yeah, it's, it's so many possibilities. Um many things the music is good i like math too so music and math work together good for me they
1: do they sure do yeah Yeah.
0: and what else do i have i mean i even made a little hose pipe flute see how i marked it formula and all so i got to cut the hose out now but i have one it does and it does play so i as you can see i collect some advice um so this one is like a drumstick I have it here. Yeah, here it is. So let So, see. Um what I did was
1: So that's an actual met, hose that you made into
0: a that, pipe. Yeah. I oh, measured
1: yeah.
0: It was a science project. Music, science, and math come together. The science has that's to do with no the matter, the mass, which it made of, and the math has to do with the formula, measuring the distance. Uh-huh. And uh let's see what let's see if it'll work today. <laughs> That
1: is so neat. <laughs> so, yeah. That
0: is so neat. It doesn't have the clearest sound, but I mean, you see the threads and all the wood is a little thicker and denser. Sure. But the object is, uh, you know, the same guy that did the A square plus B square equals C square, Pythagorean mm-hmm. theorem, he did yeah. the thing about musical vibration cycles per second. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: I'm so. Crazy. Okay, so one last question before I let you go. Let's talk about Yankee Doodle. I know there are, it seems like there are two sides to that.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes, yes. One of the most misinterpreted, misunderstood songs. (laughs) It's a pet peeve of mine that they don't teach the American lyrics to Yankee Doodle in school. The lyrics that children learn today or an insult, the British were facing us. Thank you, Mm -hmm. slang, and it could be used when derogatively, sarcastically, they were definitely not being kind.
1: Yeah.
0: Came to town riding on a pony. We should have been riding on a horse or a stallion. Sure. Like a feather in a sack, called a macaroni. We're not talking pasta, no mac and cheese here. We're talking a fancy club, a group of men. Mm -hmm. That's very fancifully flamboyant, kind of a feminine. fashion statement, so they, they were making fun of us. It was more than just sticking a feather in your hat to be a macaroni.
1: Yeah.
0: The American words. And there, let me get my right key here. And <laughs> there was General Washington upon a charging stallion, giving orders to his men. I guess there were a million. Father and I went down to camp along with Captain Gooding. There we saw the men and boys with thickest hasty pudding. So, yeah, they could look up the American yeah. words. And That's yeah. a whole on that song, Yankee Doodle, and there's various words to it.
1: Wow, that's neat. So so we the Americans heard the the insulting lyrics and turned it around and made it into a exactly into a, a pro-American song.
0: Yeah and, and music is like that. It, it can make mm-hmm. you know, parody political statements. Even today, if I were to ask your students what's this song? What's the name of that song?
1: My country tis of thee.
0: I thought it was God Save the Queen. Yeah, it's the same melody, but only different words, you know, and you can do several songs like that. That's why we go to school for music to learn the context, the the melody, Mm -hmm. the differences. The national anthem was another British song uh, that we
1: Hmm.
0: put the words that Francis Scott Key wrote to. It was called Mm Tanaka on High, but that's another podcast.
1: (laughs) Well, this has been fascinating, Don. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your morning You're welcome, to, Amelia. to Glad us. to
0: share. Glad to share.
1: That was wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. Wasn't it fun to learn all about music in the Revolutionary War? Be sure to go to growingpatriots.com to find videos and links and all kinds of other resources that go along with this episode and things that Don mentioned. You can also check out the Growing Patriots books while you're there. And you can find us at Growing Patriots on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time. Distributed by FCB Radio Network.